Hello and welcome to Crux Investor. In a minute, we're going to be speaking with Brad Langille. He's the CEO of Go Gold Resources. They have an asset down in Mexico. I encourage you to look at the PowerPoint on their website. In there, you can see Brad and his team's track record of buying, developing, and selling assets and creating huge shareholder value. So, hello, Brad. How are you? Good. Very good. Fantastic. Where are you uh, speaking to us from? I am speaking to you from Halifax, Nova Scotia, Canada. Well, look, thanks for taking the time out to tell us your story. Um, we've been through the PowerPoint, so I guess maybe just kick off for people new to the story. Give us a two-minute elevator pitch. Well, the group and, and myself and the companies I've led over the last um, 25 years have all been based in Mexico. Um, our success has been on the technical side, a very, very competent team in Mexico. We've had a lot of uh, success and discovery. Um, in Mexico, we have a good network of, uh, in the business community, the government, uh, in the mining sector, we've typically found projects that are a bit off the radar. Uh, usually private individuals have owned these. Um, we've been able to bring the capital markets uh, to the projects. We've financed equity over the last 15 years for our projects, about a billion dollars. Uh, including some very large loans as well through banks such as the Bank of Montreal, Scotia Bank, in the hundreds of millions of dollars. Um, we're currently I've built four mines myself in my career, and uh, strong technical team, st a strong um, finance team uh, that we're able to get these things done. So we're currently one mine operating in this company, Gold Gold, and uh, we've just done an acquisition of uh, exploration development project in Jalisco. Mexico. I mean, your presentation does make a lot of the fact that you guys are deal makers in the sense that you have you buy assets, you sweat them, you sell them, and you've you've got a good track record of making money. You know, we have, and uh, obviously, we're in a cyclic industry. I mean, uh, it goes up and down in the cycle, and right now, we're pretty much at the bottom of the cycle. I, I believe. Um, it's been a long winter in the resource business, but I think we're going to come out of this in the next. Uh, uh, 18, 24 months. Now, reminds me an awful lot of the first project that we had, which was uh, the Ocampo project in a company called Gammon Lake. And that one was started at the bottom of the cycle as well. That was literally started in the, in the garage um, in 1997. In 1999, we went into that project. We acquired it from a private family. We paid 15 million US for it. And at the top of the cycle, uh, we're $2.2 billion uh, market cap. We built two mines there. The, the, um, eventually, the, the mine was sold to Carlos Slim for 750 million US. Um, also, at the uh, mid in the cycle, we bought another project called the Alcubo project. We bought that for $20 million from private family. We invested 45 million in a shell right out of, right out of the gate with the Bank of Montreal. That was Mex Gold. Uh, it was sold three years later for uh, 375 million. Um, that asset, the Okubo asset, ended up in Endeavor Silver and it was sold to them uh, after about another seven years of production for $250 million. So we've been able to bring capital, which is obviously very important in this uh, business. It's a very capital-intensive business. And you combine that with um, a country that's uh, mining-friendly, um, 
expertise in the development of assets. And uh, yes, we've been able to turn uh, tens of millions into hundreds of millions, sometimes billions. There are cycles. Some commodities come in and out of fashion. Sometimes it's easier to raise capital than other times. And what, in this case, for your project today, how are you playing this? How are you going to create value? I think as a non-technical um, generalist, family office, high net worth, if, if, you, if you want some exposure to this sector, what you should be doing is looking for management teams. This is a business that's very capital intensive. I, I see companies that are either all promotion, especially in the, in the good part of the cycle, and maybe lacking in the experience and the technical depth. Um, or the other extreme is that I see companies that are very, very technical, but can never put together the uh, capital. So um, I think with our group, what we've been able to do is combine uh, that technical know-how. I'm by education, I'm a geologist, but really I've uh, spent a lot of my career in the capital markets raising, uh, raising money. So I have a very strong technical team, which I can talk their language, I can understand what they're doing, but I'm also able to go to on the street to uh, you know London, New York, and raise the capital. Um, so I think you, when you can combine those two, you have a winning combi combination. Um, you know the the mining sector, from from my opinion, for an investor, you should have some exposure. I mean, really, in the gold business, and it is very cyclic right now. The generalist market is booming. Who knows how long that'll last? But this is almost insurance. Um, when you know we're inverse to the general general market. Uh, when the general market typically is down, that's when uh, you know the investors run to gold. That's when we typically do well. Right. I, I like to say you know our timing is perfect. If you're there all the time, eventually it's perfect. And what I mean by that is that this is this is what we do. We. You know, I'm not involved in a whole bunch of other public companies. I only ever do one public company in the mining sector at a time, typically, and, and we're very, very focused on resource. There's a few things in there, obviously, that, that, that you, you've covered off. So, you know, people can look at commodity, they can look at gold, and you can argue the case of what type of gold investment you should have, um, you know, equities, physical, ETFs, etc. But Coming, coming back to, you know, and, and yes, people can be contrarian and so forth in terms of their investment uh, strategies, but for, for you, coming back to your company, what, what, what are you, how are you going to play this? I mean, how are you moving the company forward? Because if I look at your share price, it's obviously, you know, down, as is everyone's, to be fair, but, you know, you, you want to sort of see some uplift there before you even contemplate raising money to do anything else. So what, what's your plan for this year? The plan for this year, first of all, perfect company for me in this market is a company that can generate cash. And then where do you redeploy that cash? So really in this business, the value is created in the exploration development or a lot of the value in that phase, exploration development to uh, production, uh, mm -hmm. to construction production. So, here in uh, the goal for us right now is, first of all, was to have Peral working well, which it's doing now. And uh, we just had the best quarter ever as far as production. Uh, we just released that. We see the quarter that we're in right now to be better than last quarter. Mm -hmm. We're 
uh, we're targeting a number that's 500,000 ounces. So that would be substantially uh, for one quarter, 500,000 silver equivalent ounces. That'd be substantially better than we've ever done at the mine in the past. That would generate enough money, obviously, to pay all the expenses in the company and generate money to deploy into our new exploration development um, capital project. That's where the that's how we're going to play it. We're going to have Peral, where we have developed an expertise in re retreating these old tailings, these old mine waste. And it's not what you call a sexy mining project, but it's a cash generating mining project. So what do you do with that cash? So that's the next phase. That's the parallel track. We do what we've done in the past. We find these off the radar projects like Ocampo in Gammon, which we turned into billions, or like our latest Los Ricos, which is exploration development and it's going to be developed to a stage, we feel, when the market starts coming back, which I think will be the next 18, 24 months, our ducks are in a row. We have a, a district here where we're doing basically the same thing that we did in Ocampo. There was an old high-grade mine mm -hmm. where they took out the heart, um, but they left behind what they would have considered non-economic back then, but today, in an open pit bulk mining scenario, and that's what we're going to drill off first. That is potentially two gram material, which is bonanza for us in an open pit. So we're drilling that off, and then we have this property which has tons of potential over 35 kilometers of structure where we're going to make new discovery. So production, so we don't have to dilute the stock. Uh, a lot of the other juniors right now in the exploration development business, and that's where the real value is created, have to go out and print shares to get capital. We don't have to do that. As you mentioned, we have a strong balance sheet, mm -hmm. and we're starting to generate cash at the mine. Redeploy that cash into the part of the business from our experience over the last 25 years that really generates the equity growth. A couple of questions for you there. You talk about the market, you think the market is coming back in the next 18, 24 months. You're, you're under a no illusion about what 2019 is. A lot of people are very, seem very bullish about the price of gold this year uh, because of the political, geopolitical turmoil. You're taking a slightly longer, more pragmatic approach to this. Is that right? I, I am, you know, I, and what I know is building mines and finding gold. I, I don't claim to be an expert on when the next up cycle is. That being said, um, we've raised a lot of money over the last uh, 15, 20 years, and we know a lot of the institutions. And every time I'm in a meeting with one of these institutions, I ask them what they think mm. as an investor, especially the, the mining-focused investors. And what I'm hearing from them is 18, 24 months um, that they think will be firmly into the next up cycle. Um, so I don't think anybody can predict for sure when it'll be, but for us, we're in a good position. We're a strong balance sheet. We're um, strong technical team. We have the assets in place that we're we uh, that we wanted. This particular one we've been following for several years. So we'll get all our ducks in a row. We think from the response from the investment community, the focused mining investment community, it's going to be 18, 24 months. Um, but 
today we're at a market cap of $40 million and, and we have our, our uh, ducks in a row, as I mentioned, so we're ready to go. So we'll be there ready when the market comes back. And I think we can, even in this market, we can generate some real returns here uh, over the next um, uh, six to 12 months with what we're doing. You think investors looking at you should be looking at this as a two-year, three-year timeline? I'm just looking at your, your, your PowerPoint. You, you talk about how long you have assets for. You, you work them up to a point where you're maximizing their potential and their value, and then you, you exit. That you're not, a, you're not um, looking to create a kind of cash flow machine for the next you know, 10, 20 years. You, you, you get in and out when the, the value is there. Well, yeah, I think you have to look at our track record and what we've done. Um, but it, it's important. Uh, when you have an asset that you've technically developed well, you've created real value where the you know, premium major mining companies like Ignico Eagle are willing to pay you um, tens of millions or hundreds of millions of dollars. Um, when you do that, you have to do the work. But I'll tell you something. If you put the for sale sign on an asset, you're not going to get the best price. Yeah. You have to, as part of your track record, that you have the ability to build the mines and that you will build the mines, that you can put together the hundreds of millions of dollars to build the big mines. And then you'll find that people want to pay. Um, so that, that has always been our strategy. And we can build the mines. El Campo was a 250,000 ounce a year producer and it was a, a large pit with a large uh, heap leach and a large underground mine. So. Um, but I feel that the real value created for the shareholder is in our Los Ricos project from where it is today for the next 24 months. I just want to point this out. In a down cycle, you take uh, the Santa Gratuitas project. Mm-hmm. Now that project had been sitting there for years um, in a little junior trading at a million and a half dollar market cap. So in, in 2014, first we did a lot of due diligence, about six months of due diligence on the project. Um, we were able to acquire. Uh, once we jumped in there, we got a lot of competition from some other juniors, but we got it for nine million bucks. We spent another 11 million. We're in for 20 million dollars three years later. We sold it for 80 million dollars US. We retained a royalty two percent. We've realized uh, 12 million dollars on that royalty, half cash, half shares. So shares have uh, gone up by about 70 percent. So even in the bottom of the market, uh, you know, we we generated some value for the company. What did we do to the value? We paid off all our debt. Now we have a mine that's generating cash and, it's in, and we're debt free and we have cash on our balance sheet. Um, my point is, even in this down market, I believe over the next six to 12 months, we're going to generate some real value for our shareholders um, in what we're doing. There's some triggers there potentially for investors to look for. So you said, obviously, you don't put the for sale sign up. There, you know, you, you just don't do that if you want to maximize the, the potential of the offer. What are the, what are the other little triggers, the, the things that signs that people should look for? I, I, I think, um, you know, when a company has to go to the market again, like it, it's tough to be going to the market right now. So ca- ca- cash, cash is king. Cash is king for sure. Just one other point on, on the, just what I made there about, you know, throwing up the for sale sign. It doesn't really matter. The, the, the roadmap to building a mine or the roadmap to selling an asset is the same roadmap. So we just go into a project and we say, we do the right uh, systematic work towards building a mine. And if somebody comes, they come. So 
that's that's what we do on the asset side. But um, for us right now, it's all about cash is king, strong balance sheet, strong strong technical team, a country that we know extremely well, right. and, and the uh, the ability to move things forward. So lots of optionality when you've got cash. Um, just a sort of generic one. How do you think you did in 2018, and what would you have done differently? In 2018, what would you have done differently? We would have had Los Ricos sooner, um, but we couldn't control that. We it was uh, it was a process, and it took as long as it took. Um, in 2018, uh, you know, the end of 2017, we we sold our uh, our assets gratuitous. Now, we love Santa Gratuitas. Uh, we made a lot of money on it. But um, I'll, I'll tell you, you know, at that point we had a lot of debt. So the ability to, uh, to move that asset, uh, you know, gave us a strong, strong footing. Um, I think that I would say that our, our producing mine, of all the four mines I built, it was probably the toughest. We did something new there. We, and and it's, sometimes it's overlooked. We created some... Um, you know, really uh, new technology. We took these old tailings, we did something that nobody's ever done before. We heat bleach these tailings. So we, we do have that as well. I mentioned it's not a sexy mining project, but there's hundreds of millions of tons of these in Mexico. And nobody's done that before. And we've developed the know-how around that. So never, never say never. We may do one of those again and just to generate more cash. And do, and do you have the ability, one, to identify additional assets and then option them because of your connections and the fact you've been working there for 25 odd years? Um, and, and is that part of the strategy going forward? I know it's not right now, but is, is that what you're thinking? You, you see what opportunities come to you. We do have a lot of um, projects that come to us and we look at an awful lot of projects. Um, I would say that we're a very focused team though. And, mm. and really the focus right now is that Los Ricos project. Maybe there'll be some more consolidation around it, but um, the focus is that, that project and we'll keep the team very focused on that. Um, you know, there is, some people have mentioned that uh, you look at, um, you know, our, um, where we trade in market as far as market cap, you look at some similar companies, you say we're all trading at about a 0.3 times and a half um, net asset value. Uh, yeah. You know, is there is there money to be made in M and A? Um, I think there's far less money to be made in M and A than there is in what we're doing right now. Uh, you know, if we if we built a lot of um, a lot more market cap and the rest of the market is still um, really depressed, you know, we could revisit that. Obviously, we've uh, and we've said this publicly. We've looked at a lot of M and A opportunities. I, I just think there's there's way more money created in the development of this Lost Recalls asset. Can I ask um, then, so this year, I think you've sort of explained what you're gonna be, the process you're gonna be going through this year and pro probably next as well. Um, so five reasons people should get interested in and believe in your operation and look at potentially investing in you as well. A few reasons why they should is, is because one is cycle. So cycle, mm -hmm. we're at the bottom of the cycle. Um, and and uh, so there are other companies obviously at the bottom of the cycle as well. So what differentiates us? We have cash, we have a strong balance sheet. Last thing you wanna be doing is going to the market, raising equity at the bottom of the cycle. Uh, second thing is that we have a track record. We have generated uh, literally billions of dollars of value over the last 25 years in a country that we know very, very well. 
um, both on the on the political, governmental, and um, uh, mining uh, business in Mexico. Uh, I think the other thing is that if you look where we're positioned right now, besides that strong balance sheet, we're going to start generating cash. We have a mine that we've been uh, mining now going on five years. Um, it was a little bit difficult to start up, but um, it's working really nicely now. You're going to see production growth over the next couple quarters. So when you have production growth, you have strong balance sheet, and then we have Los Ricos. Now we're back in our wheelhouse. Right. Our wheelhouse is drilling like we did at Ocampo. We're just drilling around an old high-grade ore chute. That's where we're starting. That's basically grid drilling for a resource. But we have 35 kilometers there, and we have other targets um, that we're starting to trench. We're going to have some news about some of those results. Uh, those targets are going to be that exploration development where we find, hope we find uh, ore shoots that have never been discovered before. And when you look at what was there and was mined in the 1920s, and you say, what would that look like today with the heart still left? I mean, it looks great sitting there even as a bulk target. It's going to be one of the, um, hopefully, the, real, the high-grade open pit mines. Mm -hmm. But you say, well, what about finding one of those where nobody had found it before and all the hardest there? Then it's going to be a real bonanza. So we have that opportunity. So I don't know if I've given five reasons, but I'll tell you it's, it's cash, yeah. it's experience, technical yeah. team, country knowledge, and we have the right project now. So those are going to be the drivers. We're going to have a lot of news coming out over the next six months, mm -hmm. and we have a lot of catalysts that are going to drive that stock. Um, we've been down for a while like everybody else, but we, we've got the, now we have the uh, tools in the toolbox here to really start creating some value. And just one thing, you're the, the, the team have got, uh, how, how many shares do the management board hold? Well, I'd be the uh, second largest shareholder. So I'm uh, about 10% of the company. Uh, management has about, um, and insiders about 30%. And right. then we have, uh, um, we've had uh, good, even in this market, we've had some good institutional support. You can see uh, some of our institutional shareholders there as well. And you're, are you primarily focused on institutional um, capital coming through when you, when you need it? Or do you look at the retail to drive the kind of liquidity and volume component? You know, I, I think really this market is going to, the upcycle is going to start with uh, maybe some retail interest. Um, I, I think we need to work and generate some more retail uh, following of our company. Um, traditionally, we've had a lot of institutional support. Um, right where we are in the market, it seems that a lot of the institutions have gone away, mm -hmm. but uh, that will, I think that will change over the next 12 to 18 months. So we're out there, we're, we, we're, now we have something to talk about with this new project yeah. and the model working well and the balance sheet. So we're out there on the road and uh, we're telling our story and it's a really good story. So uh, I think we'll get some uh, interest. Fantastic, Brad. Thanks for your time. I've enjoyed listening to the story and uh, I w wish you well. Thank you. Thank you very much for watching our video. We do aim to give you informed and intelligent information with which to make your investment decisions. So if you liked what you just saw, please give us a thumbs up. And if you want to see more insightful, in-depth, honest and unbiased interviews, then please click the subscribe button. So thanks again for watching and we look forward to seeing you again soon.